We haven't potted. We haven't potted for like two months, huh? Yep. Wow. We're back, baby. You don't want to say anything back, before we start. Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Shut yep. up. It's a stupid song. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Okay, are you done? Can we start or no? Yeah, I'm okay. done. We All right, here start. we go. <clears throat> Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back. It's been almost two months, over two months, actually, since we potted last. And Jake and I finally decided to get it together and pot it out. Well, 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 how the turntables. Jake, how are you, buddy? You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. It is like you'd think, you know, it's been, I don't know, 10 weeks or whatever since we potted last. And you'd think that at some point you would just like not be crabby, you know, like I called you for the call, you know, for the pot. I was excited thinking like, here we go. We're potting again. And um, you literally started your conversation like that. What's the deal? Oh, I don't know. Just the use. I think I'm a little bitter. My life's been, you know, the same. It's no different. <laughs> just just like slightly worse i guess i would say you were hoping that the coronavirus would um make your life better was that kind of the thought there yeah like in some way i was hoping maybe like work from home or maybe get some time off i don't know well let's i mean this is going to be a little bit of a different pod we still don't necessarily have a lot of fpl to talk about so let's just i mean let's talk about some of your problems and then we can you know, fix them for you. What's um, what's got you down, little guy? Huh? I think you mean big guy. Well, that's not what your wife says. Hey, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I just have work's been crazy, so I just feel like I've been working during all this. I don't. I just feel like I don't don't even know what's going on anymore. Not to be like that guy, but um, you know, like a lot of people haven't been able to work and have like lost their jobs so i mean yeah true not to be yeah. i mean it's i don't not- i don't like to throw negative things at negative things to make them positive things that's not how that works but um but i that's what i keep reminding myself is like there's a lot of people that lost their jobs um so yeah i agree i mean that's that is the benefit like no no job cut you know no furlough still still trucking along um it's just been it's been a lot it's like it's you know i know it's probably very crazy for the true doctors out there or the medical professions um but it also is very crazy because a lot of veterinarians shut down oh yeah and so as a bigger corporate corporation i think they said within the last week our corporation saw nineteen thousand pets um, which there's definitely hospitals kind of throughout the U.S., but that is 19,000 pets in a week is a crazy amount oh, of patients. I, I would have no, like, you know, context for that number. You know, like, I don't, is that a lot or a little? It's a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I would have to look up how many hospitals there truly are, but I mean, we have like increased our revenue every single week since COVID has started. Like, you know, like our, each week we have seen, we have 
seen more patients and increased well, our revenue. Yeah. So we've just been getting busier and busier. I mean, you, you do always say though that like people bring their pets in at times when they're home, like on the weekend, they want to bring them in on the weekends and like, because they're, they don't recognize or like realize that their dogs or cats or whatever are even sick. So maybe they're just yeah. home all the time now. So they're, you know, bringing their animals in when they're actually needed, needed some help. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a reasonable assumption. Hmm. Science. Um, well, what else have you been doing during the lockdown? I mean, life for you hasn't really changed that much, has it? Because your wife works from no, home just, anyways, right? So, yeah. yeah, so she's had the same life too. So, it's it's honestly just been uh, working and no, uh, no vacay, no travel, you know. I went out to eat for the first time yesterday, so that was good. Well, because um, Florida, Florida's reopened. Yeah, we're reopened. We don't believe. They, um... <laughs> The the highlight of that the entire Florida situation I think was the the tweet that our buddy sent us the other day of the um, epi- state epidemiologist that um, was fired because she didn't want to manipulate the numbers for the Florida governor. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good laugh. Um, you gotta love another. It. F- yeah, you gotta love that. Another funny thing he did is he is putting checkpoints at the major highways end of Florida. So we drove to Charleston to hang out with family this past weekend and we had to take like some back roads to get in, saved like 30 minutes to 45 minutes rather than getting stuck on a single lane checkpoint of the highway. And they basically ask you like, where are you coming from? And if it's a hot spot, you have to like fill out this form, mm-hmm. like a paper form. Um, and then they like decide if they let you in or not. So it's like, he cares outside the state, but inside the state, it's like party on. Yeah. I think that's a kind of, that could be like Florida's motto though. Party on. Yeah. Right. Like there's literally meth gators attacking people and, you know, so many poor whites everywhere that are also attacking mm-hmm. people. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just party on. That's the, that's the motto. Yeah. It's a good motto. Is it though? <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, uh, you won't ask me, so I'll ask myself, hey, Marco, how's your life been I, I, during... I was going to yeah, right there, actually. I mean, it's fine okay. that everything's about you the entire podcast, so... Um, well, I was going to ask. All right, do it then. Right. No, I'm just kidding. How's I'll do it life myself. Been? Life's been pretty good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, things are good for me. I mean, my job, like, I can, I can work from home as well. My wife um, is a pharmacist, so she works in a hospital... Um, but, but that's been fine. And, um, they, they haven't really had like a lot of COVID action in our hospital cause we're pretty rural here. Um, you know, our state like Wisconsin has been, um, has been like, it's been a mixed bag, right? Like parts of the state have been smashed with it, especially more population dense areas. Um, we are like slowly reopening. So, um, you know, people here, uh, we're one of the states, was Florida one of the states where there were like protests and stuff about opening the state back up? I think here and there, not too bad. Yeah. We were one of the states where that was happening. Not like the states where the people were standing on like the, were standing on the, you know, state capital steps with, with firearms. Um, mm-hmm. But like, but like a state right where people were angry the firearms thing i that's that i love i do i do appreciate that you know um you know it's their their right to threaten other to make other people feel threatened i i like that i've always appreciated that in america um anyways so yeah it's been kind of interesting 
Um, but my jobs, it's fine. Uh, no, nobody yet has been furloughed or anything. Um, there was some chat of that, but it sounds like it's going to be okay now that we're kind of opening the state and things are, are moving again. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, let's talk about things that we've done now during the, the pandemic, during the lockdown. Cause like a lot of people have started doing different things with their lives and I would like to talk about some of the things I've done um, because, you you know, you can't go out. So, like, what do you do then? Like, well, let's start with you, Jake. Other than, you know, kind of, you know, breaking out your old dildo collection. I mean, like, what have you been what have you been doing? Yeah, nothing, I guess. That's the sad thing. I just been working more, just more shifts. Really? You haven't like you guys, you haven't been able to like go out to eat or travel. Like you haven't replaced it with other stuff. We've just been crazy working. My wife did open up an online wine store. Um, so she's almost got that all situated. So that was a little bit of her project. And I've just been crying a lot, I guess. (laughs) Well, good. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. Um, all right. Are you going to ask me now? Yeah. What what have you been doing? I'll just ask myself. I'll just, I'll do it myself. You don't have to ask. Um, I've, um, you know, I've, I've done quite a few things. My, uh, my wife and I have been working a lot outside now that the weather's starting to get a little nicer here. Um, a lot of gardening, uh, which has been fun. My wife started like in, uh, March, all of her stuff from seed this year, which was a little bit different. Um, I have, uh, gotten into baking some breads. I know that's kind of like basic bitch stuff that ladies have been doing, but, um, I have a good beer bread now that I've made about maybe 15 loaves of, and I think I've got it figured out. It's a quick, quick, uh, recipe and, and bakes up really nice. It's a good, uh, breakfast bread. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I tweeted this the other day. I've, um, I was, have not been on Twitter. I have not really done anything like FPL related. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I, I'm going to be honest, Jake, I have enjoyed not having sport. Um, you know, I think that like, and this is now some real talk. I think that one thing the the lockdown has done is it, you know, I've been at home a lot by myself because my wife works a lot at the hospital. And so, I don't know, I've kind of like evaluated how do I really spend my day and what do I really put my emotion and my time into? Um, and And don't get me wrong, like I enjoy doing the podcast and I like FPL and like, I love watching EPL matches and, and, you know, like Milwaukee Bucks, we've talked about, you know, how much we like that, but like, man, it's a time suck, like to put so much time into something that you have zero, zero control of the outcome of, um, despite how much we like to think that, that it matters if we watch or don't watch it. I don't know that I just, I've, I've been reflecting on that a bit lately and I've actually found that I'm emotionally like in a much better place because I don't allow um, you know, a team that I, I don't know any of the players personally, um, winning their winning or losing affect my mood. Um, I don't know. Do you ever feel like that or no? You like sports a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. I feel like my life's much darker now. We did, we did do gardening actually. We kind of had that planned already and we had like started, started it, but yeah, I just, I guess all I do in space of the extra time is just work more. But, yeah. I mean, I guess 
that's kind of like my goal though is to be done with working earlier in life so that i can just enjoy traveling and stuff right so that you finish Um, you can finish working like right at the time when that early onset alzheimer's and cancer kicks in and then you can just live with that yeah exactly that's what i always tell my wife that's always good yeah Uh, all right i mean there's no other way to do it that's the way the government wants you to work there it is it's classic the government thanks obama am i right yeah thanks boomers yeah them too um all right well we we do have some questions from folks and i think it's worth probably getting into them um i think what we'll do first half of this pod here is like we'll go into kind of the more covid 19 quarantine questions that people asked um we probably covered some of it already uh and then maybe the second 20 minutes or so of the pod we'll do like some more fpl and and soccer football related questions okay um mm-hmm. so let's um i'm just gonna and we might do some repeating here this is for so for folks that are listening this is just off the cuff like we didn't plan it out normally we have everything organized nice and this was more just an excuse for us to chat jake and i haven't talked a lot lately because um, we've just both been kind of busy with with work and stuff so um it's not about you it's about us get it through your head more specifically it's about me not jake okay uh emma writes in how would you like the world to change post COVID-19. Um, are you and Jake planning to do anything differently? Um, that's a good question. Uh, we talked a little bit about like things that we have done a, a little differently, but, but maybe more COVID-19 specific. I, I don't know. I think in a, uh, I don't know what it's like in, um, across the pond, you know, over in Europe, but like in America we're we are kind of weird when it comes to, um, infectious disease. Um, and this is the, you know, kind of the scientist in me, the former science teacher talking, like you look at a lot of, um, Asian cultures like China, Japan, Korea, and they're very proactive, um, in their, in their, um, uh, infectious disease prevention. And you see a lot of, um, folks like when they're sick they take it very much upon themselves and their culture not to get other people sick so they try to stay they self-quarantine they wear masks they wear gloves and that's not a very common thing in america uh right i mean would you agree jake like i would totally agree yeah like normally you see somebody with a mask on you're like oh jesus like you know i don't like that i'm staying away from that person they're probably dying or something you know it's very unusual uh i think that that's a, a positive change that i think people will you know, maybe be a bit more uh, accountable. Is that the right word? Like for their health and the health of others. Is that right? Yeah, I think you could use that term. Yeah. So again, this is kind of, it's a little too serious, maybe a topic for um, this podcast, but but I'm okay with saying that. I think that that's a positive out of the entire thing. Um, I don't know. And that's that's kind of what I've, that's about what I think. Do you have any thoughts on that? How the world changes after this? and man this is going to be a deep podcast um i i think the main thing that i really appreciate is the fact that there's so many reports coming out that all of this has really helped the earth recover and so it would be really nice if people like lived a more greener life um and i just feel like that's not going to happen because i feel like especially in america kind of to your point we're just really selfish yeah Uh, and so people are probably like oh yeah jake driving his big truck in florida that's not really been me uh in fact i hate driving to work i would bike if i could 
it's a little bit too far. I think it is like, I don't know, 15 miles for me. So, and I have to go into work at 6 a.m. So that would be pretty rough. Um, also, I would be biking on highways. But, That'd be hilarious. I would I would yeah. pay to have you bike on, on a highway in Florida. That'd be fun. Well, I think it's illegal, but who knows? You know, party on. Um, party. I, I, I just think that there's so many things we could fix about our economy and the way we deal with stuff and how wasteful we are. And that's been a big benefit, I think, to having all these people scared and locked up. And they're actually, you know, there's... There's a lot of things that have been much better about the world. And I wish that would continue, but I don't think it will. You got to love that the stonks are doing better though. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. That's what I've been doing when I come home is, you know, stonks and stocks to, again, hopefully retire sooner rather than later. Hmm. Um, It's my new hobby. This is a good... More more things that aren't, aren't good to do. Yeah, you got to love the stonks. Um, This is a great little point from Mark here. He said at the end of the year, uh, Jake was asked about the coronavirus towards the end of a pod. I don't remember that, but maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm ever so slightly paraphrasing, but Jake said it was nothing to worry about as it only affects the elderly and the infirm. Um, So the sick. Um, And then he says, is the pandemic and everything bad that has happened Jake's fault? I have to like, I have to believe that that's fair. I think that's a fair question. Um, I don't know if I want to hear your rant on how it only affects the elderly and the infirm. I don't think we need that heat right now. But this is your fault, Jake. I want you to know that. Yeah. I guess I haven't really seen anybody get it, so it's really hard. And I know there's a lot of reports out there. I think, unfortunately, I won't won't go on a big rant, but there's a lot of uneducated people out here. Um, out in the world, in America, in Europe, I'm sure. And I think that no matter what people discuss, they're going to believe what they want to believe. And so, I mean, hopefully people don't feel that way about me, but maybe they do. Um, and yeah, well, that's kind of my, that's what I'll leave it at. No, I think, I think Bobby Love nails it. He says, why are Americans so dumb? That's the problem. We are really fucking dumb. Just like as a, as a group in general. I mean, I'm not saying that like, so here's here's my honest opinion, right? Like I think the initial quarantine was, um, was well-planned and important that we had this initial quarantine to get things kind of under control, right? And, and target certain thing, areas, you know, and, and give our doctors and some hospitals some, um, some time, uh, you know, and then like, I don't know necessarily that like blanket quarantines are the answer that we just say to everybody like we're locked down. We can't do anything. You can't go anywhere because you look like in my part of the the country, um, you know, we have a lot of rural areas that like have zero infection, none and haven't for like months now, like two months. They haven't had a new positive Um, and the testing rates are going up, but the the positive detections aren't going up. So it's like, you do start to wonder, okay, well, why do we have to keep everybody locked down in certain areas? But the answer is just, it's Americans are dumb. Like we have such a strange mentality about all this. The new thing that I don't know if it's down in Florida, but like what we're experiencing here now is like some folks around here are like, oh, you're wearing a mask. Are you afraid of a virus? And I'm like, fuck, like, (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, it, it's it's almost like it's anti-American to, like, not stand up to it. You know, like, that's that's what they're proposing. 
Yeah, well, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will also make fun of Jacksonville because we were one of the first places to reopen beaches. Um, but if you actually look at our numbers, they didn't spike, and we've had our beaches open now, I think, for at least three weeks. You guys have, all- and I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. You guys have also been lying about your numbers for like the last we month have. and a half. Yeah, so probably lying that. about it. Yeah, so it's hard to say for sure. I agree with you and that's definitely a huge problem as well. But it's one of those things that, you know, we we pretend like we know a lot about this stuff and we don't. Yeah. And it makes it difficult, like you said, to make those blanket statements about everything and I don't know. Every action has a reaction and it's hard to determine what what's best and better to leave it to the experts. You should be a politician, Jake. Thanks. I'm kidding. You'd be a shit politician. (laughs) Yeah, probably because I have a soul. Do you, though? (laughs) I think so. I would think so. Maybe not. Um, Wilson wrote in. We kind of already answered this. What exciting activities have you two been up to with the stay-at-home orders? Is Jake making alligator banana bread? That sounds good. Um, have you have you let your wives cut your hair? Have you had a haircut, Jake, in a while? That's a big like American <laughs> no. thing, right? Can't get your hair cut. Oh man, it's driving me crazy. That's like one of the top five things that is bothering me right now. And I'm supposed to because I had one signed up. And basically, they emailed saying, yeah, you'll be first come once we reopen. And they've reopened them. I don't – I have to look today. That actually is a great question because now I'm going to look to see if my haircut place is open. But I think they are. And, like, no email. So, I'm starting to get kind of grumpy about it. Yeah. Man, your life's, my haircut. Your life's tough, man. I mean, first world Florida problems. Am I right? Yeah. Um, I agree. I just said screw it and let my hair grow out and my beard. I haven't cut anything. Actually, I trimmed the beard today a little bit. Nice. Glad glad you're doing other things besides baking bread, taking care of your body. Good. I haven't really been taking care of myself. I have been riding my bike a lot. I've been um, trying to get in, you know, seven, eight, nine hours of ride time a week. That's been good. So, my, yeah. my fitness is decent, but that's about it. Um, let me see if we have anything else kind of like COVID specific. Otherwise, we can get into – maybe we should get into like some – soccer talk huh let's see here anything else um oh two point sex sounds wrote in um has jake taken any of trump's medical advice for the virus yet that's a good question have you jake have you been drinking bleach or whatever he's wanted us to do that's a no in trump's defense i very rarely say that Uh, he didn't actually suggest we should drink bleach um people blew that story up he was just suggesting you know are there ways to apply the virus destroying capabilities of some cleaning products internally without damaging human bodies i don't think he thought that drinking bleach was a good idea um although his response has been interesting to this entire thing um you haven't that's putting it nicely yeah i mean you should be a politician (laughs) I mean, so here's my, I, and I hope we, we don't, that people don't get mad at us because maybe there's some people that are big Trump fans and like, and I'll be upfront, like I'm, I'm not, but, um, but I, uh, you know, I, I don't think that you know, people say, oh, this, he's so stupid. He's so dumb. Like, I really just don't believe that. I think he's actually knows, he mostly knows what he's saying and mostly knows the, you know, that he can, he can get people to listen to him the way that he says stuff. Uh, and I think he also knows the type of people that he's targeting in his messaging. Um, and so I, I don't, 
I, I think that walking around saying, oh, he's an idiot. He thinks we should drink bleach is actually part of the problem here. Um, so anyways, um, FPL Fark wrote in, what are your high, high points and low points of the last two months? Yeah, let's let's share some. All right, high point, Jake. Let's let's do high points first. High point over the last two months for you. What do you think? I had a fun trip in Charleston, but I'll say for like just the straight COVID, while it was like complete lockdown, I think it was really nice to sit on my porch um, and drink a spicy margarita with our new limes that we have planted. God, that is so um, lame. So yep. Yeah. Why a spicy margarita? Point. Why did you just say that? No, that's what we made. It sounds like the least manly drink you possibly could have made. Well, I mean, I make a lot of manly drinks, but with the lime, I feel like I'm going to go with margarita. Jake, the fact that you're over here trying to decide which drinks are and are not manly, that's not appropriate, okay? A man should be comfortable enough to have whatever drink he would like. Yes, you're, yeah. See how You're I, right. See how, well, I, flipped, see I, how I flipped that on you? Yeah. Got yeah. him. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll do my high point. Um, it's a tough one. I um, I don't know. I've, I've, I've had a lot of good time with... Uh, I've You know what I've been enjoying? I'll say this. We have a... Um, from our house about a mile down the road, there's uh, like 120 acres of prairie. Um, and it's got like mountain bike trails that cut through it that I, you know, I like to ride on and stuff. But what I do, I've been doing a great habit. Almost every day I take the dog over lunch for a walk and I listen to a podcast. I've been listening to a lot of, um, like coaching podcasts lately. Um, uh, modern soccer coach is really good with Gary Kuneen. Uh, I like that. Um, um, a couple other ones as well. Freakonomics. I've been listening to a lot about the, about the, uh, COVID-19 and its effect on the economy and things like that. So that, that's been something I've really actually enjoyed a, a routine that I think I'll try to continue. Um, how about low points? That's kind of a hard one. Um, do you have, a, I have mine in my head and it's a sad one. Do you have a low point? Um, I think it's been my work for sure. Um, I think I had a couple of weeks where I worked five days out of seven and they're 12 to 15 hour shifts depending on how busy we are Oof. so and i've also tried to make a lot of changes and you know manage management yeah, it's, it's i i just need a role in management because that's got to be the easiest job in the world yeah i don't think there's any doubt about that right like management is just faking that you're doing things isn't it yeah, yeah. i would completely agree uh, my low point came about a month ago. We had to put the my my family dog down. That sucked. Um, which I know saying that to you like probably doesn't mean a ton because you have to do that kind of stuff all the time. But it was the no, it, it does. It was the first time like it, that I'd had to do that and been part of that. You know, um, she was a good yeah. girl. So that really that was tough. That was hard. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, it is kind of circle of life and, and she was an old girl and was in kind of a lot of pain. So I think it was time. Um, so anyways, that was kind of tough, you know, doing those types of things, especially with like the, you know, being quarantined, right? So like our family wanted to be together for it. We weren't really sure like if we should be, you know, or if we shouldn't be. And I, you know, those are the types of things I think really are hard for, for folks during this time, like being isolated away from your family and. Um, but we did, we did end up actually, I mean, we kind of risked it, right? We all came together cause we were like, well, we got to be together for this, for this part of it. So 
Anyways, now that everybody's sad, I think let's take a Jake. Let's take a short break. Um, and on that on that note, uh, let's take a short break. Uh, and when we come back, we will um, we'll do all like kind of soccer specific stuff. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Uh, we're going to talk kind of FPL and, and soccer specific now. We've we've rifted enough about COVID and the sadness of the entire thing. So let's get into the FPL a little bit. I mean, we don't know exactly the restart. So I believe, uh, was it Tuesday, the um, EPL teams were allowed to start training in small groups. Obviously, Bundesliga has come back. Um, you know, here in America, there's some conversations now starting about the NBA uh, returning. So it does sound like most of these, um, you know, big leagues are um, you know, willing to start having conversations or start getting getting people moving again. Obviously, there's just absurd amounts of money on the table, and I'm sure that that's driving a lot of the decisions here. But you know, it seems like, or it's feeling like, Jake, there's probably a a, a point here where the EPL and eventually FPL will be resuming. Um, are you, how are you feeling about that? Are you excited about it? What are, what are your thoughts? Can't wait. I'm excited. Is that all your, that's it? I just, I set that that's whole it? thing up and you're like, can't wait. Happy. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I mean, can't even speak. <laughs> yeah. That's how, kind of how I feel it will be. It'd be like, just, <sighs> just be sitting and watching every EPL game nonstop. No, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it'll be good. You got to get back to normal life at some point. So, <laughs> pandemics always happen, man. That's the way they go. They, they certainly always do on this scale <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's, let's talk about the restart then because we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but what it seems to be or like when i i just and honestly i've been away from fpl for a long time so like in the last couple of days i've just been like scrolling twitter to see kind of what's going on to get updated um it sounds like they're going to give everyone a wild card is what the talk kind of is i don't know if that means that you're going to retain the wild card if you still had it you get another one um they're saying that you're going to keep all your chips that you have they'll that'll carry over but this this idea of like a new wild card in the beginning that pissed me off. I'll be completely honest. Like I held my wild card on purpose. There's ten game weeks left, and it was time for me to strike. And now they're just going to be like everyone gets another wild card. So people like you, Jake, really lucked out. Yeah, this is why I love Europe. Can you imagine America would take your wild card away? <laughs> oh, you saved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, they would. Um, yeah, so it sounds like that's, I don't know for sure, but it sounds like that's what's going to happen. And you were saying you were just on the site and it looks like right now you can make unlimited transfers or something? Yeah, that's what it looks like. I, I was looking on Twitter to see if anyone made a comment on it yet, but we may be, you know, breaking this out before everyone even knows. Because I've been doing kind of like rolling transfers, hoping that one day, you know, EPL and arsenal's mediocrity would return and it sounds like it's going to happen sooner rather than later and then today was the first time i've gone on and it it just you know it popped up when you went to the transfer page and didn't have you know it didn't say one or two transfers it said you can make as many transfers as needed just have to have three players on one team and 
get this. They'll even auto-populate a team for you if you want, if you if you don't really care. I will say, before people go on and start making a bunch of transfers, we, we haven't confirmed that that's good to do without take like getting hits, right? So, like, don't... No, do it. It's <laughs> got to be. It's got to be good. Go for it. Um, the... Uh, the, the other issue we might be running into, Jake, is that the game is just in a natural turnover. So, right now, technically, game week 38 would have been done last week. Is that right? Yeah, oh, May, maybe. May yeah, maybe 17th. That's part of it yeah, too. Last, last, last weekend, Sunday would have been the last match. So, I don't know if there's some sort of natural progression or turnover of the game, you know, code that we're talking here that, um, you know, we don't really know what that's going to look like. So, I would like. I would I would caution people to make any moves. Um, so I actually I have two transfers, and I think one's I'm gonna probably use one here. I don't I don't know, or or one's gonna get burned. I, I don't know because I'm just afraid to like make anything without knowing what's actually happening. Um, because FPL, as as everyone knows, um, they're not very forgiving. Then like once you do stuff, they're not like oh we'll fix it for you. So I'm gonna wait. Um, Jake, have you been, I mean, some people were asking, let me just see, like, we've got some questions, like, um, you know, like Mark has been asking if we've been, uh-oh, my dog's barking about something. Um, Mark's been asking if, if we've been like kind of slow wildcarding with these transfers that we get every week. Um, a couple other people were talking about that as well, just asking how we are handling that. Um, what have you been doing? Yeah, I've been slow wildcarding just in case. Ringo, is someone here? What are you barking at? Oh, he says somebody's here. There's probably a package being delivered right now. Ringo's going to defend the home. He's got it. You got it, buddy. He's a good boy. You got him. Good job, buddy. There it is. <laughs> All right, one minute. Hang on. I got to make sure no one's attacking my house. Jake, talk about something. All right. It's a good day. It's a good day. EPL's back. You know, I'm really excited for all this. I hope you all are too. Um, I'm just imagining 10 games, you know, like two weeks. Just going to be fun. We should all just take off, you know, just watch games. Maybe we can go to Europe. It'll be great. That was the worst day. I thought it was good. Uh, no. 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 There's nobody here. Should have sponsored my wife's wine shop actually during that time. Oh, yeah, That's what I should have done. Should have gave a shout. Yeah. I don't think her website's quite functional yet, but hopefully soon. All right. Uh, false alarm. Nobody's here. Uh, the dog's just going crazy. He thought there was somebody here. Um, okay, so Jake tried to keep us alive during that and didn't do a good job. Uh, so we'll just keep her keep her moving, as they say. Um, I think we should. This is a good question here, just kind of more EPL specific. Um, Sai the fantasy guy wrote in, interested to hear your opi opinion on the fairness of the proposed restart. For example, Villa are in a relegation battle and have six of 10 remaining home games. Surely they have lost an advantage now that could at worst turn them into the next Sunderland. So, you know, the proposed restart, there's a couple different ideas being floated. Um, 
you know, but, but they all, I think mostly involved no, no fans. Um, and so you would lose that home field advantage. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Jake? Yeah, I'm just so sick of like the, Oh, is it fair? Blah, blah, blah. Like, just don't worry about it. Life's not fair. That's right. Restart. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, have you been playing any other fantasy games? That's what Kenny's asking. Um, have you been? Pl- no. No? I haven't. I don't know. What about you? No, I have zero interest. Um, yeah, it's been it's been nice to have a little bit of a break. I mean, I, the, honestly, for me, I like watching the games, but the fantasy is what's too stressful for me. So, like, that's been the nice break. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, just a little bit of time away from it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I um I like the game and, and I've kind of moaned this whole season about feeling like I haven't had a ton of time. And I actually realized that it's not that I haven't had time. It's and I was talking about this maybe a little earlier, but it's it's more that like I just haven't wanted to spend the time. I haven't wanted to like deep dive into things and like, you know, commit so much time to it. Um and I think that's like so the FPL Hangover podcast wrote in and they just said, as FPL content producers, what lessons, if any, have you guys taken from the season grinding to a halt? And I think for me that that is kind of the lesson is like you got to find a way to balance it and like be okay with the amount of time you're spending on it Um, because otherwise if you get yourself too deep like it it becomes just stressful and not fun. You don't enjoy any of it. So Um, FPL executive wrote in, have you ever traveled to England to watch a, a Premier League match? And if not, you ever thought of doing so? Have you, Jake? No, I just talked about it while you were gone. Is so, that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, I think we should go. Except it won't really work without the fans, so we're going to all just have to crowd into bars. and Which is probably that's worse. That's probably not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> probably worse. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a good question from Mark. If and when FPL returns, the remaining games are likely to be played in very quick succession with up to 10 substitutes a match. Did you hear that, that they approved the five substitutes per team? No, I didn't. Yeah, so FIFA just came out and and approved, um, that was like two weeks ago, uh, the five substitution per team rule post-COVID here. um, And they're going to, if I remember correctly, there's like times in the match when you're allowed to make those subs now so that it doesn't slow it down too much. Um, but it, it, you know, I think this is a good question. Should we completely revamp our FBL teams and only bring in nailed on talisman and center backs who expunge less energy during games? So I I think that this does actually affect a little bit like your team structure, um, in two ways we could think about it. Okay. On one hand, I can see how, you know, players that maybe were like would get subbed once in a while now are going to be more likely to get subbed. I mean, think about that. If you have five substitutions now, you know, your fullbacks are probably getting subbed. Your striker could be getting subbed. Your wingers, kind of the players that run a lot or put a lot of time, central midfield players, a lot of time into the game are much more likely to get subbed. So you have to consider that. But I think you could also think of it like, I don't know, with, with players coming back with less fitness, there's a chance for more rotation you might be able to get away with like on the end of your bench having some players that are really really cheap because they might get subbed into matches more often now i don't know what what are your thoughts yeah that's actually the team i was originally building with center backs um forwards that kind of just play a lot of minutes and then really cheap 
players that will probably get playing time. That's what I was working for. And so I think I'm just going to kind of keep that going. Okay. Yeah. It's an, it's an interesting change to this entire thing. I mean, the extra subs really change the, the dimensions of the game. Um, let's talk just a little bit about our teams and then we can kind of like wrap up some stuff here, but, um, do you are you you interested in sharing your team like kind of where your your team's looking at right now or do you want to kind of keep yeah. your cards close to your chest it's okay if you if you don't no. want to share um i can share my team okay i mean so the the things that i have switched is i have gotten to laporte and i think i'm going to be able to bring in um virgil this week so those are kind of the two center backs i was talking about mm-hmm. i also still have um sass for or Sice for Wolverhampton. I can never pronounce Sass. his name. Sass strikes Sass. again. <laughs> Sass. Um, I still have KDB. Um, and I did, I think, the key player that I wish I would have brought in sooner, Bruno, um, for Man United, just because of their fixtures and what he's done. Um, I currently have held on to Sala. He hasn't been someone I've wanted to move. Um He's one of those players I get a little bit more worried about, but I mean, he, you know, he's got pretty good fitness. So it just seemed like if I have unlimited transfers, it might be something where I just go with Mane, Um, but hard to say at this point in time. And I did make a big switch recently to bring in Rashford. Um, Mm. So going kind of a little bit more Man United and I've held on to to Jimenez. Yeah. the the cheap player that I brought in was uh, Eddie um, or Edward Nikita from Arsenal, so I think he'll he'll continue to play for them. Hopefully, yeah, I like it. I mean, we actually have a really similar team. I, I've been kind of rolling it as well. So I do have two playing goalkeepers, um, just because I'm going to bench boost at some point. So. Um, in the back line, you know, kind of the same situation. I've actually got Soyuncu, um, Lundstrom. I'm still deciding what I'm going to do with him. Pro- he's probably going to go. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to go like another cheap player. Or I have some money in the bank. Um, I've got TAA and Virgil. I also have kind of my punt player in the back as Alonzo right now. Um, right before the mm-hmm. break, he finished really well. with. Um, he had started three matches in a row, and he actually had three goals in the three matches. Um, if they continue to play kind of with that wing back system, he plays really high up. I don't know if I'm going to stick with that going forward. I, I was hoping to kind of get a read from like Lampard if he thinks he's going to continue to play that kind of style. Um, but we'll see. And then through the midfield, um, I have kind of Barnes and Cantwell are kind of my enablers. They're a little bit cheaper and I know that they see the pitch. The downer is Lester has a very tough run in. So um, Sheffield at home, uh, Watford away, Spurs away, Brighton home, Man United home, Everton away, Crystal Palace home, Arsenal away, Bournemouth away. So like a lot of away matches and then some kind of tough other matches. So I don't know like if Soyuncu and Barnes are going to really make the cut for my team. Um, I like that Soyuncu is is going to play, but like I just don't know if there's clean sheets really to be had there. Um and then I have Salah, KDB, and, and Bruno in the midfield. And then up top right now, I've got three cheap forwards. Um, I was thinking about like getting to somebody a little bit higher, and I've got a few different ways I could do that. But I've got 
Uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Jimenez, and Jordan Ayew as like my three strikers right now. So they're not all like Jimenez is middle of the line, but Ayew and Calvert-Lewin are, are my cheap guys. So um, I do like, I do actually really like the Rashford shout. I think that is his price is is right. Uh, Bruno is going to make him better and the run-in is really good for them. Um, and so they're a team that like, I actually was looking at trying, figuring out how I can get Rashford in. I think that he'll be a good player to have. Um, other players that are I'm kind of interested in, um, there's actually not a ton. Like the issue for me is like some of the kind of guys people have held with like uh, Grealish, you know, they've got kind of a tough run of fixtures. There's not really a lot of city players I want to get in, especially now with this five sub rule. I feel like his front line is going to rotate every single match um, and he's just going to sub guys every single match, but they do have a good run of fixtures. So I like your Laporte shout. That's pretty good. Um, The only thing that I would caution with that, Jake, is like I'm nervous that he could get rotated because of the back-to-back injuries here. And there's actually even a chance I could see them shutting him down for the season. Um, But who knows what that's going to look like. So that's yeah. my thoughts. Who's like your fourth? Who's your like your fourth midfield guy? I'll tell you. I'm interested in Mount um, at like the six point two price. Yeah, uh, I just don't know because Lampard had rotated so much, but they have they have um, kind of a mixed bag. They ha- they have um, Nor- Norwich and Villa, which is pretty great, and then they have a tough run of Liverpool, Man City, Wolves. Mm-hmm. And then they end the year pretty decent again with West Ham, Watford, Crystal Palace, Sheffield. So I, I don't know. I'm, but I don't know if you have someone that – are you thinking like going higher up to like like Bruno being your fourth guy um, and trying to get, you know, KDB and a Liverpool guy and another expensive player like Richarlison or I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I, I, I haven't quite figured that out yet. I mean – so, like, when you look at the top-scoring midfielders, I mean, I'd much rather have Bruno over, like, Martial. Um, you know, so right now, the way my team structure works, Fernandez is kind of like my third my third midfielder. Um, I think that Mount's a good shout. You know, Pujic could be back, and they started kind of, I don't know, just the way the rotation worked, they were kind of competing for time. Not in the exact same position necessarily, but, like, it, Mount being in the side sometimes moved other guys around um to to bump him so so at 6.2 though i think that he's a really like kind of a good idea um and towards the beginning of the season he was really strong and then recently he's gotten a good run of games and has looked pretty decent again um in terms of of kind of his attacking potential um there's not a lot of guys though like in that like in the the budget midfield price range right now i mean i I feel like you're basically spending like seven and a half or higher almost for everybody or you're not or you're not doing it right like barnes barnes i like because he's been playing a decent amount of minutes and and has had some returns but like i said the fixtures are just trash so it's going to be tough for him um yeah i I mean my i guess i'm kind of dodging the question because i don't really know what to say i don't really know like what are good options um if Spurs weren't such shit, you know, I'd say like Sun or maybe even uh, Ali's expected stats are just really bad. So probably not him, but maybe Sun. But but I don't know like what what their deal is. And and he had picked up that injury right right before uh, the break. Mm-hmm. He was he was hurt. 
Uh, although I did see a tweet that he completed his his military training in South Korea. Great job, Sonny. Sonny boy. Um, well done. Uh, I'm going to see if there's any more important questions here. I mean, there's quite a few questions. So I'm sorry for folks that we kind of like... This podcast wasn't planned, okay? So normally, just so everybody knows, even though everybody's like, you guys never plan the pods. Uh, normally, we like go through all the questions. We put them in order. We kind of group pot, we group similar questions together so we can kind of make sure to answer them. Today, I literally just like went into to Twitter and like clicked on it and said, cool, this is how we're doing it today. Um, yeah, I guess that's mostly it, Jake. Is there anything else you want to chat about or should we kind of should we kind of wrap it up? No, let's, let's wrap it up. All right. That was fun. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, people have kind of been wondering what's the deal with the podcast. Are we going to, some pods have kept going and have continued to pod through all of this. And I know that we're kind of a source of entertainment for some people and, and some people want that. Some people don't, um, you know, I, th- I think that once there's maybe a better idea of when the season may resume, Jake, maybe we'll, we'll do another pod. Does that seem fair? Yeah, we might try to keep this up. We'll see. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I, it's fun. Like we like doing them. So, um, so we'll we'll keep everybody in in uh, in the loop now. And I'll I'll start to use Twitter a little bit more again. And maybe we'll we'll try to start some combos on the Slack channel again and get get people going now that we've we've settled a bit and and we have a better idea of what's coming down the pipe for everybody. So, um, all right, we should get out of here. Uh, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. Did you say you should die? Yeah, I figured that'd be special coronavirus edition. No, I said dive. I said it's not dive. appropriate, Jake. There's people out there that don't seem like I know. I shouldn't make those jokes. Your whole life's a joke. Yeah. All right. It is. All right. It is. <laughs> All right, we should uh, stop recording.